Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> it's been four months since I, since I last ate. <laughs> since your last confession. In these years since. Oh, yes. Cheers. Yes. A toast to a return of the podcast. Raising Eight is finally back. We're back. You've missed it. You probably haven't. You probably have never listened to us before. So sorry to our six listeners who wondered where we... Suffered we, all summer. We did give them some updates a couple of times. And... Um, a, I think a couple of times. Oh, literally over four months. No pockets. I do. Yeah. We took four months off. At first, it just was... It started Let's with take a few weeks off this summer. Where things are getting crazy. Um, we had the Eucharistic Congress that my team was preparing for. End of school year stuff. There was just a t- there was lots of stuff, and so it was going to be like a couple weeks. We we're gonna we were gonna do a couple episodes, and then take a couple weeks off for the Eucharistic Congress. And it just was. It literally snowballed into one thing after another to another, and then we just said, How about "We just we take need a break. Summer off. Yeah, we it's needed just, a break. We took the summer off. You needed a break from us. You just, yeah, you didn't want to listen to us all summer. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's it. There's no other. There's no magical explanation yeah, no, for this. Is, it was an vacation summer, and yeah, life's been busy and good and overall, and uh, adventurous, and I think it has. We, adventurous. We're never we're never boring. Maybe to some people, we're not boring to Fair ourselves. Our, Fair li- our life is. But we usually- we. Prayed about it and talked about it, and we decided that raising eight needed to live on. So we are mm-hmm. back, and thank you for your patience. Thank you for all of you who have been. I've noticed people have been. There's a fruit fly in here. You're gonna have to get over that because we're recording an episode. Um, there have been definitely lots of people. Till it's dead. Till it's dead. Listening to the podcast, <laughs> I could tell from the statistics. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, folks, the raising aid is done. It's over. It's gonna be done if I don't kill the fruit it. fly. She can't handle it. I can't. I can't handle things flying around me while I'm trying to talk. Another big decision we made at yes. some point. We decided that wine was coming back during the recording the episodes. Yeah, we, we really missed we it. To be, better to be very honest, <laughs> not that just... this is a performance. <laughs> we perform better with alcohol. What kind of podcast is this anyway? I thought this was a Catholic a podcast, podcast about parenting. <laughs> As I said to our daughter a couple last weekend when we had our friends over and she made a comment about us drinking with our friends and and made some kind of negative snide remark about it and I said you know, at the wedding of Cana, <laughs> Jesus didn't say, oh, that's too bad. Your wine ran out. You know, wine's terrible anyways. You shouldn't be drinking it. He went and told them to get water. He and, certainly did. And he made it into the best wine they ever had. There's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine. I didn't really drink a lot with our friends that time. No, I've no, been, we, didn't, been, we didn't actually I've drink a lot. I've toned down my drinking. Yeah, we don't drink a lot. We just... I will. I, I mean, uh, I'm being honest. You you during the pod during the, during the pandemic during well, the pandemic well the pandemic was a I wrecked, mean it wrecked me yeah I mean nothing you know catastrophic but I just it was a habit of sitting down at night with a glass of whiskey a glass of wine mm. and whiskey and wine the same sometimes, night I don't sometimes, think you did sometimes. no you did you did not so we had to um, change make new habits mm-hmm. good better habits and we mm-hmm. have but we did agree that um, podcasting with a glass of wine. It's just more enjoyable for us. And let's be honest, we don't get paid to do this. So if it's not enjoyable, we're not doing it. That's just, that's fact. 
we, we need to enjoy ourselves. This is up to now, um, up till May, this was, you know, technically it's a was a podcast via the Archdiocese of Boston. I think we're shifting away from that now. Mm-hmm. We've lost some staff. And so we're just going to be- We're on our own. Raising Aid is going to be on its own. And uh, you're, we're not, you're we're capable not, of we're not looking producing. for anything from anybody, but no, just no. it's just you're going to notice there, there'll be some kind of like for those who have been uh, longtime listeners, you'll there'll be some shifting around of some things of where you can find it. I don't think there'll be a lot of I don't think we'll get any promotion from the archdiocese anymore. So you're going to have to help us spread the word. We'll talk mm-hmm. more about that maybe at the end. But mm-hmm. um, so but that won't other than that, we haven't there's been no like real. Uh, Grand scheming of uh, like changing things up, and you can tell there's no new backdrop. I haven't actually been pretty low maintenance in here. I know it's for like two months. I have to come get like a ping pong battle, literally in this studio, and which is sad because I was recording a lot of music, mm-hmm. not a lot of music, but I was recording, trying to record some songs I've written that is still on the docket <laughs> for me to do, um, but I haven't gotten around to that. It's been a busy. It's been so, a busy start to the school year mm-hmm. and a busy summer. There were some really good things that happened this summer. What would you? What were would there? you? Well, what would you say your favorite part? Because I I was thinking about this earlier, thinking like thinking about summer. We're doing we highlights. To talk about giving the folks the highlights of the summer. I mean, mm. there's one particular thing that I would think jumps off the page to me about what you would have thought was the best part of the summer. I feel like I'm being set up here. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no, there's not a setup. Just I think about the summer as a whole, not necessarily like things I we did or whatever, but think about more. No, yep. <laughs> but there's something else. You're not going to think of it. Then it can't be that. No, it was a big deal. For but I'm you. not going to think of it. It was a big deal for you. It was <laughs> such a big deal. Wow, what a tease. That you went twice. Oh, come on. Really? This is not. Yeah. It wasn't that big a deal. That was a big deal for you. No, it wasn't. Okay, folks. Maverick. Going to see the movie Top Maverick. Gun. No, no. That wasn't like the highlight of my keep... summer. Your stomach alone. I'm just. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I like. No, I mean, I'm sure we have uh, listeners who enjoy. Uh, Top Gun, Top Gun. And, and it was excellent. It was mm-hmm. a very, very good movie. I'm looking forward to buying it on digital and watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, great movie, but I'm not sure what was the highlight of my summer. That's what is. What was the highlight of your summer then? Going fishing with the kids and you. Okay, that was nice. Actually, catching fish. I didn't catch any fish. Oh, I did. Um, watching a couple of the kids catch fish. Mm. Um, they call fish. It was things like that. Fish. Going golfing with John Paul. Going golfing with you just mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. It was just the phone ringing. That's not. That's never a highlight. Um, it was those types of things. I really enjoyed the little things this summer. Hanging out at the my sister. Should we should we bring her on live? Mm, I don't think she'll no? appreciate okay. it. First I don't epi- think she listens. First episode on un- 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 unwelcome guests. <laughs> un- yeah, uninvited un- guests. Unwelcome. She'd be welcome. <laughs> She'd but... be more than welcome. Uh, yeah, uninvited was, uh, guests. That was that was my thing. Remember, I, I just I enjoyed the little things this summer. Yeah, I really did. No, I I agree with that. I think we just had a very kind of laid back ish we did stuff but it wasn't there was nothing crazy that we did like we took a very short little vacation up to new hampshire um 
And honestly, I think the best thing that came out of the summer was kind of a new habit for our family that we just- Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Was really, and really thanks to your parents for that. So we uh, went Yes, my parents invented it. To new- I didn't say they invented it. I said thanks to them for helping us with a new habit that we've been wanting to form as a family and just haven't been able to do it. But we went up to New Hampshire and your parents pray the nightly rosary Mm -hmm. together. And we got in the habit just for those few nights. We only had the youngest three with us because the oldest five were at Soul Fest with my parents, Christian Music Festival. And... But they, we joined in with them, and it just became this really nice nightly. The kids were in their pajamas, settled in, and we prayed the rosary together and sent them to bed. And that was – we just decided on the way back home, the two of us, like, we, we should do that as a family. We've been – over the years, bedtime was always crazy. Well, I mean, we just – As folks know, if you have toddlers it, – it, Never the same. You're just kind trying of to get thing. into the You're rhythm of to getting the kids get to, bed. Them to bed. Yeah, we're at, and, we're at a different stage now. And it was it's just been so nice yeah, this agreed. summer and into this fall. We're really in the habit of it. And if some, you know, kids are missing on a regular basis because of work, because they work, our big kids work. And but for the most part, and we're missing too on different nights, either together we're somewhere together or right. we're set separate or whatever yep, but yep. the fact that everybody else who's home is praying the rosary together is it's just been so nice and i think the kids have really enjoyed it they've been i know the little ones have really appreciated it because the nights where i'm not around because i'm working or i'm out or whatever they're be- begging me the next day are you home tonight for the rosary are you gonna be apparently home? i don't pray the rosary as well as you do i don't I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just that they like that it has time. Become, it has become a nice family we're bonding. routine. True. Yeah, they like the little yeah. bonding that we're doing. And, and, and no, we're behind. And, and you created a nice little you. rosary bead holder for the family. Nice I'll, I'll, post, I'll post a picture of that on the uh, Raising 8 website. You'll see that as an episode extra. And that's, that was a nice little yeah. piece of this element of us beginning this and, and doing this habit. Yeah, well, so I highly just, recommend that. I think, again, five years ago, impossible, almost virtually impossible. It really to, was. We were at that stage of life with toddler, babies, toddlers, babies, really. toddlers, yeah. and they just they couldn't sit still for a whole rosary. I mean, I, I've been praying a decade with them in the morning for yeah. as long as I can remember. But the idea of sitting down for sitting all, yeah. all of us together for when you're rosary. there too for a whole, whole rosary. rosary, we just have we've done it we've done prayed the rosary together yeah for sure especially in the car like in the van when yeah we had but the van, it's just the idea of sitting down at night and to making be it, a routine yeah. of prayer Agreed. with the rosary has just been so you know this is again if you've maybe you're at that stage now where you've got you're, you're kind of you've moved out of the toddler Baby stage toddler stage i think um not that, you can't, not that you can't do it with I'll toddlers. I'll tell you, but, I have friends, yeah. uh, one of our listeners, and she's got seven kids, and she's she prays that rosary mm-hmm. every day with them. She said it's the least thing that we do. We make sure we have the rosary in. And she's got all the way from nursing babies to big kids, so kudos. Yeah. Kudos to her and to all of you who are already doing that. We've been behind the eight ball, yeah, and no we've kidding. just finally gotten to the point where we've I mean, prayer is about habit, right? So routine and habit, making it part of our lives, if it's going to stick, it has to be habitual. Otherwise, we don't do it. It's not 
you know, we won't remember or whatever. So it's really just about fitting it in and making a habit. Yeah, and I mean, again, the rosary hasn't, I prayed the rosary on my own. I know you have too, mm-hmm. but to do it as a family just hasn't really fit in our daily routine up until this point. Yeah. And we, you know, and so I think it takes both husband and wife, mom and dad have to be on board on this and kind of game plan that. And so for us, it's usually between seven and eight o'clock. We try to do it between seven and seven thirty, get it started. And that lines up really nicely with the youngest ones before they go to bed. Mm-hmm. And before we settle in for the night. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's been a, that's been so a that great, really great development over the last uh, month, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a great summer summer development. Kids did a lot of swimming this summer. Yep. We got a lot of use out of the pool, which mm-hmm. was a blessing. And, very, very nice. and yeah, I mean, that's it, folks. That's all. Really? <laughs> is that it and that was our <laughs> first episode back <laughs> um what else oh i mean school started last week i'm sure most of you are in that same boat either sending kids off i know have friends send kids off to college yeah that's been i think and... that's been i mean not that we we have some some of a couple, our older friends who've already been in that but like i'm thinking people our age like we're now there. We're in. We're in this. So yeah, a couple of friends of mine I've seen. Yeah, so it's it's a it is a weird new experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not there yet, but we're, we're right like we're the, right there we're knocking on the, on the cusp. Door. We've got if grades one through twelve yeah. this year homeschooling, youngest in first grade and oldest in twelfth. So it hit me like, and actually, a friend of mine said the other day, and it did. I never even like registered it like this. You've got 12 years down and 12 to go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like of homeschooling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was just yeah, kind it's of weird. like, yeah. I, I never thought about that before. 12 years out. in and 12 more it's really to go. 11 years to go. But... Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean come on. You count, does, does your friend know how to do math? If you count this year as a year, because I haven't really, it's only the beginning of the year. So still. But one minus. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, um, sure. And so uh, it's just crazy to think we, yeah, after that, this year, after this year, it's all it's one. all subtracting a child from homeschooling instead of adding a child in. So this year is the last year I added a child into homeschooling. <laughs> and next year I subtract a child out from homeschooling. And that's like, whoosh, for me. Yeah, it's a big. It blows my mind because, I mean, we've been homeschooling from the get-go so just doing it's crazy to think there's a 12th grader and you know i don't know what he's gonna do he told the doctor today that he was interested in business and maybe owning his own business and i said to the doctor well i mean it runs in my blood so i mean my sister owns a pizza place my dad owns a um, it's a genetic thing, but certainly in really you don't understand that nurture, phrase. You don't thing. understand the phrase. It's, it's in my blood. Versus that it's in my blood. Really, um, it is. Uh, your blood <laughs> being a pain. You know, it runs in your veins. <laughs> being a pain. Being a pain. In... Anyway, uh, what was I going to say about that? Oh, I don't know. What were you going to say? Oh, I just related Rewind to that. The tapes. We we've um, we've we're now kind of you know we're entering a whole new. I'm sure we'll talk more about this in other episodes, but it's interesting. We've I'm not sure if we had talked about this 
I don't know what we talked about back in the spring. I don't know. I, the I idea don't of we're moved spring. into old, bigger kids, bigger problems. Like the, the idea of different, we've truly entered into a different realm yes. of the cycle of parenting. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we, we're already there. We're about to have one. Yeah, but I feel like this school. last year. Uh, yes. Less, yeah. than a, less than a year, actually. It was, just, it was more from like, you know, mm-hmm. last fall on, but. So we're celebrating the year anniversary of that. But yeah, anyways, it's just, it's been an interesting adventure. Yes. And which, what's fascinating about it is you and I, you know, for years had worked with young people. Mm-hmm. And so it's- Teenagers. It, yeah. So it's an interesting- yeah. It's just an interesting now being a parent. And it's it's great. It's wonderful. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, they stay up late. They sleep in. Mm-hmm. It's like not matching up with my rhythms at all. <laughs> not anymore, at least. So anyways, it's been, it's been fun, but- so that's interesting. He was telling, he told the doctor that he wants to yeah. do business. Yeah, he was, he was thinking that. about business. Um, that's what he was saying. I mean, I've talked to him about that too. He was talking about that and he could take over my parents' restaurant. I actually had mentioned that to him and he goes, I don't want to cook. I'm like, oh, so you just want like the management end of things, which, but you kind of have to, to cook. you have to know how to do As I said to him the other day, if everything. no cook showed up one day and you're the manager, guess who's cooking? However, though, I mean, like, do where he works, where he works, the they have like these really, I mean, you can't just sub in any cook for no, it. No, I know. It's I, not, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm, they probably I'm, would I'm envisioning that he's probably down. not owning that particular restaurant. No, I, I guess that's the point I'm obviously, making. Obviously, yes. <laughs> but that's all he knows. Well, that's not all he knows for restaurants, but- Anyway. But anyways. Anyway, but it's, you know. La Familia, folks. Route 44. I believe there's three locations. Yes. Cumberland and Easton and oh, that's what Taunton. Is. Easton is Go see one. our kids. Well, they only work really... in the one in Taunton. but Yes, they do. But, but no. Chain. Good um, chain. It, it was an interesting um, conversation with the doctor today. We had a conversation about college and colleges in general because this doctor, brand new doctor, we're seeing so excited about brand this new practice. Brand new doctor we're seeing. So brand new to us, correct? Um, not, not, brain, a not, new a doctor, not a brand new doctor. Not a brand new doctor. Been a doctor for a little while, I think. Uh, but anyway, just having a conversation about college and colleges mm-hmm. and he's got three in college and they have 10 kids and um, he was just talking about how the culture of college is so difficult. And he said, praise the Lord that his kids are rock solid foundation that he's given them and his wife, you know, and their family, very Catholic family have given, but it's so easy to be like just swallowed up by college culture, even Catholic schools, you know, the ones that claim that they're Catholic, but they really don't have a Catholic identity, so to speak. They Swallow well, they, the kids they, up with they define they and... define identities in a different way, but right. yeah, they're not really right. authentically Catholic. Yeah, right. Yeah, agreed. It's yeah, a I scary mean, world. This is you know we've talked about this I think before on the podcast. I think it's gotten worse since we've started this podcast yeah, though, and, and part of that's the pandemic, I guess. I don't know. The world's just losing its mind. Um, but you know, like I went through, I was in public schools from you know grade two through my undergrad. It is a different world today mm-hmm. and in just about every public school. And there's a lot of uh, agendas and it's just, look, it's not about the basics anymore. No. And, and this is not to disparage. I know there are good teachers out there. Oh, who excellent are, teachers. Who, who really just want to teach their subject and move on. but And, and really want to do a good job and they care about kids. But they, I'm sure they have pressure to engage in, you know, talking about 
whatever it is that's the agenda for that particular school. Well, so someone whether was it's... just telling me that um, at a local school near us that, you know, there's kids that want to be certain animals or, you know, there's a kid that wants to be a cat. And they, they, <laughs> they, and the teachers are told they cannot, no, listen, they <laughs> cannot, they cannot tell that child otherwise if that cat, that cat, wants to prance around and that's what they let the cat pounce this is from a direct from a teacher they're not allowed to discourage it they're supposed to encourage this child to oh you think you're a cat okay you're a cat i said well, i was just talking to a person about it today um, at the parish and she's like we're living in crazy world I'm like we are literally living in crazy world when you can think i said oh i think i'm a tree should i go plant myself outside <laughs> i mean what where is the reasoning Listen, here? I am Michael Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I, I want my I, I, want, I want my endorsements. I mean, <laughs> where does this, this end? This is this is the. I can't. The idea that grown-up adult human beings allow this insanity to happen in schools. It's criminal. Boggles the flipping mind. I, said, I can't believe. I we're just, raising a bunch of lunatics. I just we're can't raising. believe. Generations of kids who, who well, well, we, not, we, not I think, therefore I am. I think I am this, therefore I am this. But, like, we're, we're, but we're, re we're still responding to the, mi the vast minority here, right? I mean, this right. is, we are now just allowing... God bless these kids. I don't know what's going on in their homes, what's being allowed in their homes. I don't know. Pray for those parents and yes. what the, whatever is going on in the home. But I said this before, 100 years ago, right, people would have been like, this person needs help. Mm -hmm. Now, 100 years ago, we probably made some bad decisions on how we gave them help. But now the pendulum swung so far to the other extreme that we have people who have true psychosis, like true issues. Now- as always with kids. Yeah. There's attention seeking. You have some of that that's happening as well. But we never used to feed into that. Right. No that's teacher what's was happening. Like, oh, you need a litter box? Okay. Oh. And now we put them in classrooms, litter boxes, which is disgusting. Not in a litter box, in bathrooms. They put them in oh, bathrooms. It Legitimately, the there are there, so still, in schools, there's a kid in bathrooms. Yes. Kid getting in kitty litter. Yes. It's or crazy. A nest for the, the kid who thinks he's a bird or a dog house for the Yeah. This is it's it's an un, there's no reality. I, there's there are no some people, basis by the way, in reality. This came up at I mean, this is going back a, a little while ago, but this came up at work. And um, I had this has been happening in, in parts that's happening everywhere. But in Massachusetts, there are a couple of school districts that were already allowing this to happen, if not even encouraging it. And I guess some of my staff members had just hadn't seen it. It was in the news. And they were like, oh, you're making that stuff up. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, unfortunately, I'm not. And I pulled up the so articles. And, of course, there was a new article of something just like, where are the school committees? Why are we elect? And if there are school committees allowing this to happen, who's electing these these morons into, sorry, you are, into into office? This stuff has to be squashed. It's time. It's Come on. Just because you think you're a bird, you're not a bird. You're right. a human being. Move on with life. Yep. And help that kid figure that out. Right. So whether it's intention seeking or some type of mental disorder, deal with it. Get the get help the kid that kid help by grounding them in reality. <laughs> yes, this yes. is this is what's real. This is what's not. Boy, real. this escalated quickly in the, our first episode back. Fantastic. Well, we just jump right into the deep end. This is the reality of what we're living no, this, in. And this you is what we were really, talking about. You can't this even is escape the, it. I was talking about it today at work. It's I the mean, crazy stuff this happening. is what's no question. this is what's happening. And I was just telling the girl I was talking to today. I said. 
my, I remember my husband telling me this like a year or two ago, yeah. but it was happening in other parts of the country. Oh, and no, it was, in, it was in Massachusetts. Oh, it was in Massachusetts? I'm not going to name the districts, but... Anyways, okay, but I thought it was far... Okay, it's not near us kind of thing. No, it's near us. But it's near us. This is not... (laughs) Now it's like right near us. Now it's like... (laughs) And and this came up because um, she was asking me, how do I feel about public schools? And I said, I wouldn't send my child to a public school... If it was the last choice I had, I would unschool them before I would send them to a public school. I mean, there are people who choose to unschool. I'm not judging unschooling, but the point, my point is like, if I had to work and I was crazy, I'd rather, I don't know what I'd rather do rather than send them to public school. And God bless the parents who have to, they don't have a choice. Yes. And honestly, I said that to her because she was sending her child to public school. And I said, I'm, you asked, so I'm telling you my opinion, but public schools today, are about agenda. Yeah. They're not about education. They're yeah. about agenda. And quite frankly, they're doing more psychological damage to children than they are helping them. That doesn't mean, like you said before, I have we know good people who yeah. work in public schools. There are, thank God, for those good teachers, but right. their hands are getting tied because as I'm hearing from them, they are being forced to, you can't say anything against XYZ. You have to encourage. Oh, a child comes to you and tells you that they're um, a boy trapped in a girl's body. You must encourage them to seek gender transformation or whatever they're, whatever they're, that's what they're being told to do. So it's not that these teachers necessarily are bad people or they're, but the, they're being, no, we've had teachers, we've had, we've had teachers reach out to us via work and, just seeking counsel, like I've been teaching for 20, 30 years. This is this is now real. It is happening. I'm being forced to do this. How do I respond to this? Because yeah. they're really struggling with, they need a job. Mm-hmm. They've got to pay the bills. But they also know what they're being, what, what's coming their way is they don't agree with it. And so how do you, where's the balance? And is there, is there even a balance anymore? I mean, my I words, I worked, I was working in my, my home parish and served in my city school committee. Yeah. And I was able to figure that out without compromising my faith. I don't know if they can. Well, no, I think you can. If you're on the school committee, you're the, well, you're the that's, boss. That's I mean, different. But yeah. if you're a teacher and you're, how do you reconcile those types of Well, situations? I would say this, I would say if I'm a teacher, um, a lot of times teachers just kind of, they just do lockstep with the union, how the union wants them to vote. Well, you need to stop doing that, number one. You just need to stop doing that. The national unions are very liberal. They're all behind this stuff. So you have to stop fighting at your local union. Yeah, I'm sure there are like-minded people. Stop mm-hmm. banding together there and push back. There are plenty of people. And, you know, we have the election comes up in this election year, and I'm sure that a lot of school committees are up for re-election and city councils. Like, folks, pay attention to your local races. And who's, who's voting and, who and vote for people who just – and again, I'm not, I'm not an extremist on either side. I can't stand the polar opposites on, on both sides, Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, the polar extremes drive me insane because yeah. they ultimately, in the end, have a disordered view of the world that hurt people. Mm-hmm. So, but there are good people out there. So, hopefully, you have some running. If so, find out who's running, vote for the most common sense person who has the most common sense possible. If you have none, then you need to start working now for the next election. Because it's local elections that matter the most on these matters. It's local mm-hmm. elections. Mm-hmm. It's had the Senate, the U.S. Senate, the U.S. House, important, but have nothing to do 
and have far less impact of your own on your your own world, your little like your local politics. So you need to be paying attention to those races. If you haven't already, get involved, um, step up, run. Even if God's calling you to do that, run. and I know I when I ran for office, I was 23 years old. I had no flipping experience. Nobody knew who the flip I was in the city. Wow! I just had That's one a person. Flips. A lot of flipping around here, folks. <laughs> it's happening. But I didn't flip flop on my issues. <laughs> You're solid. This is my campaign pro- promise to you. <laughs> You're not running for anything. Not I mean, yet. N- no. It's coming. The bugs. Is the it? bug. Yeah, the itch. Is it the coming? The itch is back. Anyways, is it? Oh my word! But I had one one uh, mentor who had run for office, knew how to run, and helped me put together a whole. I had a lot of good people help me out. Point mm-hmm. is, and I and I I came in first place for my first election. So it can be done. You just need a little organization. Reach out to Michael Levine. I can uh, for a small fee. <laughs> for a small for a for small, a small fee. fee, he'll show you how to run a campaign and win. I actually a will. <laughs> yeah, you could. I won't charge a lot. Well, it depends who you are. If he knows you have money. So, anyways, but that's, that's how you—that's how you start to, you know, obviously always prayer, yeah. focusing on our home. But you want to turn this stuff around. You got to start look, focusing on your local, your local think, politics. Honestly, I think there are a lot of frustrated people in our communities who feel like this is just happening and they don't have any say and they don't have a voice and they don't really know what to do about it. And I think. Like you're pull, saying, pull some your, practical. Well, as you said, pull your kid from school. Well, and sometimes you can, for people, that's not can, possible. If you can, is what right, I'm saying. If right. you can, pull I mean, your, I know plenty of people who have out. done it because they are they are fed up yeah. and they are like, oh yeah, the, we no, will the numbers, sacrifice the homeschooling, homeschooling and private school numbers are through the roof. Yeah, um, because people relative are, what it was three years ago. It. Yeah, they're fed up with yeah. it. And I mean, just talking to families in the jobs and being in, you know, church world, talking to these families, there are more and more people that express their frustration with what's being shoved down there. Like their kids come home and they're saying certain things and they're like, what is happening? What are they teaching my kids in school? I mean, they try and trust me. They've been trying to do this since. Oh, yeah. Forever. But. For those of us, though, who are Christians, we obviously believe in the common good. We believe in that we are our brother's keeper. We are our sister's keeper. So we, yes, we need our primary vocation to take care of our own kids, first and foremost. But we can't then just put our hand in this, our heads in the sand and just ignore there are other kids involved. Mm-hmm. There are other parents involved. And so there still is an, an opportunity for us to be in solidarity with others because, as you point out, there are parents who, because of their financial circumstances, for example, they just can't right. pull their kid out of those schools. They can't do homeschooling. They can't afford to send their mm-hmm. kid to a private school. We don't have school choice, for example. I don't believe in Rhode Island or Massachusetts where no. we're near, no. um, like some other states do have. And mm-hmm. so they're stuck, which means we need to step up and help them help change them. the system. Yeah. Again, just to balance it out, just to balance it out. There are... There are kid, children, especially teenagers and, and obviously older teenagers in 20s, 30s, 40s. There are people who suffer with gender dysphoria, right? Like that's dysphoria. 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 No, I added a P there. Well, I think because it's Oh, there pH. is a P, the PH. It's PH. Dysphoria. There are people who truly struggle with that. And so the, the other extreme would be we just kill those people and we knock them down. No, like you just, you know, kill them in the public eye, you know, in public oh, perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, women, now, but they have like, a real problem. Extreme. So that as Christians, yeah, we're with, supposed to we help also them. have to help them as well. Mm-hmm. So this is the balance we're talking about. We're called to find some type of balance in all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's yeah, it's a it's a crazy. We're we're living in these again. As I always remind people, we've talked there about were it. Crazier times, <laughs> historical in history. context, folks. And you know, this was really great. So I was at the um, diocesan convention convocation convocation of Fall River, right? Convocation, convocation, not convention. Nope, wasn't a convention. It was a convocation. I, think, I thought it was called a convention. Nope. He might have said that in his remarks, but they advertise it as a, a leaders, I think a parish leader's convocation, I believe. Okay. You you know better than I do, and it's the diocese I work in. Um, but one of the dioceses I work in, because now I work in two. But anyhow- um, That was the other big thing this summer. Yes, I did. I took another job. So I work in Providence Support and- the family. Yes, and in Fall River. But th- it was, first of all, it was a great convocation. Mm. Um and the bishop. What is a convocation? I have no idea. Sorry. With a uh, vocation, con is with and vocation a call a call with, with people each you other. With. You're Pe- with, with people you work with. With people. Sure. Well, that's what it was, but you know, p- people in the diocese. That's probably what it is. That makes sense. That was a good breakdown of the word. Anyway, vocare from the Latin. Anyway, um, so <laughs> the bishop. He in his in his remarks at the day, so he gave an excellent homily. But then in his remarks after he spoke after Deacon Bob Rice, so he was joking. It was a really tough act to follow because Deacon Bob Rice, if you're familiar with him, is amazing, just an amazing human being and an Mm. amazing speaker. Just has this gentle way about him, but he's always every time I I hear his name. I only think of the first couple, Steubenville East, where he led the music. Well, so we we joked about him because there are a bunch of us from Steubenville. We were we were chatting with them afterwards, and we're like, I was like, Are you gonna sing "Behold the Lamb"? You know, (laughs) and and he was like, I didn't bring my guitar, and I was like, I'm sure we could dig one up for you so you can sing. People have been asking me, Is he gonna sing? He's a unique voice, and he does, he does. He's got like almost like a Willie Nelson type of a voice. I'm not saying it's bad either. I'm just saying it's very unique. A little like. Like that kind of uh Willie Nelson is I th- I don't think you should be comparing to Willie Nelson. No, but that's the type that of voice. That's a type uh, of voice he has. It's more like the monkeys. Okay. Who's the lead singer monkeys? Uh, I, I can't remember his name. Anyways. A fine. Great great speaker. I I yeah, great guy. Amazing yeah, guy. So anyway, he, he gave his first <laughs> talk, it was amazing, and then the bishop followed and said, mm. yeah, it's a tough act to follow. You know, I've got to follow Deacon Bob, he did an amazing job. But his talk was so good, the bishop, and he and he talked about we're living in this really hard, tough culture right now. There is so much junk being mm. thrown at us from all angles. And he used um, Apollo thirteen. So he said, you know, okay, what's it's not the really most? How much movie, of? But... Yeah, of course not. But he's like, how many of you have seen Apollo thirteen? Everybody like raises their hand, except for the sister. Very good was, movie. Except for the young sister that was sitting next to me. I think she was the only person in the whole place she didn't raise her hand, but she was probably twenty something years old. But anyway, so he said, what's the key, you know the key line everybody knows in in from that movie? And everybody yells out like, Houston, we have a problem, right? Oh, so we know it from the movie. We know it from the actual Apollo thirteen. But go ahead. Anyways. <laughs> You know, you want to rip apart his talk. I'm telling you. You're bringing up history. I'm going to react. I'm telling you. I would have reacted like that if I was there. You could have raised your hand. It has nothing to do with the movie. Bishop, we actually know it from real history. But anyway, but anyways, my point is (laughs) that he said we could look around right now and say, you know, Fall River, 
we have a problem. Like there's a, there are a lot of problems. He was he was making this point. Yeah. But he he said and then he quotes the other line about this is going to be our finest hour. Yes. Right. And he he really he talked about the saints. That is from the movie. Yes. Okay. From the movie. I don't from think the that movie. was maybe it was said. Maybe it was said. Mission Control, I don't know. but it's definitely in the movie. But he made this great point. speech, by the way. He made this point, and it was really inspiring about how we can tend to just get down and get down and get down right, about all right. these bogged down about all the negative stuff that's happening in our culture, which we should be irate about. Quite frankly, there's not. It's not like we should just be poo pooing no, these things. Anger this matters. is really yeah. bad stuff happening to our children, to our families, and in our culture. But he made the point of, but this is going to be our finest hour. We can make this our finest hour as a church. We can rise up, help change the culture by starting in our own families, and then the people around us and the churches we're working in. Because this was a bunch of das and leaders, you know, people in churches. But it was. It was such a good, yes, there are things we have to do, but it always starts here and it always starts with our own families and how are we training up saints in our own family? And that's why we started this podcast, because we, you know, the idea of we're trying to raise saints. That's the whole point. Right. We tell our kids that we tell them we want them in heaven. And then from there, we want them to help the world and we're going to continue to try to change the world one one soul at a time but anyway it just was a it was very inspiring that that's kind of what we it's why we it's why we podcast it's why we do what we do working for the church because we want to help change the culture that we're living in not just go on and on about how negative the culture is right but make a true impact on the culture we we too often on twitterverse facebook social media whatever it is too often there are catholic folks who do the righteous anger thing good and then there's like there's no hope there's no there's nothing there's nothing we talked about this like easter doesn't come we're stuck on good friday we're just stuck on good friday there's no jesus Mm -hmm. did rise Rise. from the dead Mm mm-hmm he did he did conquer all of it and 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 through his church gives us tremendous graces especially through the sacraments to first and foremost as you said and as the bishop said focus on our own discipleship then with our spouse then with our children and then out from there so it's not it, we're still all here that means god hasn't given up on us yet mm-hmm. so folks that means there's hope that means it's hope. And so we have to engage this. That's why we do have to engage all this with joy, mm-hmm. with confidence, with courage. Um, dare I say humor at times, because good Lord knows we need it. Mm-hmm. And but also with this with the with engaging the seriousness of the, the, the age with in, in which we live and and just figuring out, praying, really discerning, Lord, what do you want me to do mm-hmm. here and now where you mm-hmm. have me? given the current realities of our world. Because each of us have a role to play. They're all going to be different. So what do you want me to do, given this, these realities? And for some of you, it's just going to be taking care of your spouse and your parent and your kids. Maybe your Sometimes parents. parents. Maybe your parents. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's where God wants you. Yep. And then then he might open up a whole new door. For some, for some, we're called to do more or different. And 
But the key is discerning that and asking God to make that abundantly clear in, to us. In every in every job and every oh, yeah. circumstance and yeah. every relationship, Absolutely. every single person Absolutely. via baptismal call it all matters. is called to bring Christ to the culture, to enculturate, to bring the gospel message yeah. to the culture. And that's well, that's having a everybody's job. That's having a sacramental worldview, right? That's mm -hmm. uh, George Weigel writes about. I mean, he's not the only one, but he writes beautifully about this. This idea of having a sacramental worldview. Everything matters. Stuff matters. It all matters. Everything matters. So wherever God has us, it matters. So hone in on that. Ask God for the what grace you, you need to yep. to help advance the mission of the church mm -hmm. right there and then. And um, and don't worry about that. that. That's where God has you. Don't you don't have to worry about all the other things. Mm -hmm. but pray for pray to God that He's going to write raise up the disciples that are needed in all other situations. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we have to stick together, folks. Amen. That's that. why we're back because we need you. Yes, and hopefully you need us. We have. I mean, as I said earlier, you really need us. Well, probably, but we need no, each other. Don't need us. That's... But we need each other because we're a community well, we do need each other. as a church. We we are not meant to be in a silo Correct. all alone. We're meant to do this as community. And this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing what we're doing. So, anyways, I don't oh this was this was great. This was, was really, so nice. It was nice uh, spending some time with you like this. I, I was going to make a joke um, earlier, but I it, it it moved past, but that it was nice to talk to you. It's been about three months since I've talked to you. <laughs> Four months. <laughs> Four months since we've spoken. <laughs> the first month, you obviously didn't care. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we joke that we only talk when we podcast. So we, had, we didn't talk all Yikes. summer. It was very silent. Well, and, and I think part of it, too, is, right, the world is thank God has opened up again. And so yes. I know I'm feeling it. I know you are. Like there's the calendar, like my calendar is now becoming more full than yes. it has been in, in, yeah. in two years. It's nice. Three years. It's nice to have like a normal. Yeah, it's good. So it, it has, that that hasn't helped in us trying to figure this out, but yeah. we've, we've committed to try to record earlier in the week and. Um, not wait till the last minute. Not wait till the last minute because we won't be able to do that. And, we um, he doesn't have a staff to throw it out well, last I have a, minute. Well, no, 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 I have no. to do, no, I do have to you do have the graphics to do the work and everything. So. Um, yeah, that's true. I just get to show up, drink a glass yeah, of wine, you just, you just record, <laughs> and move on. Yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's good. That's mm -hmm. why we're doing this. It's uh, it's a passion project. Hmm. We're gonna write a book too. Yeah. Raising eight. One of these days. No, we're gonna do it. No, no, we will. It's on my short list of things to do sooner rather than later. <laughs> but this is where we are. So, um, also, by the way, I just want to point out. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, as we close this episode, I'm so sorry. Are you talking about fantasy football? I know. I am. The minute you start apologizing to me, it's because because this was week one. I had two comebacks this week. Week against one. You and against some in my other. And my I happen to be matched up with every year. You First. oh week one we're always matched up. Yeah, three, four years in a row. Why is that? That's just how it works. Like, it's just what the computer generated for the schedule. We're always matched up. The first. And I was predicted to win, but then your team just my team. I did have I had an injury. I had two injuries already blah, on my blah, team. Blah blah blah. Two guys blah. out. And you know, I, as you all know, that if you've been <laughs> listening for a while, I don't follow football. So fantasy football has really been good for our marriage. 
for our family, you know, because it used to be you did fantasy football I, in your other league. I did notice yesterday was probably the most kids sitting in the room watch, watching football. And it was nice. It was really nice because it brought us all together. Or like AFC Championship and it was or fun because everybody's Patriots checking game. their yeah, their fantasy team. It was funny. We were yelling at the TV yelling. and cheering for different guys <laughs> and different teams because they're on our funny. team. And it really has made football season so much more fun. I agree. So we highly wow. recommend it to you if you're not. It's a free league that we if do. You're into that. If you're into that. If yeah, and if you don't watch football at all, then don't and start. I just don't know what to it's say. a waste of time. I can't even. But do. I mean. It, yeah, has, I agree. It has it has helped. It has helped. I, I would say. In the, what? What? You didn't hear my comment. What'd you say? I said if you haven't started watching, <laughs> if you don't watch football, don't bother. It's a waste of time. And you're like, I agree. It's really helped. This is the last episode. The first and last of this year. I, no, it's not the year. I like football, so no, I no, I'm I not going to apologize for that. I I'm not care. telling you. You to... lied to me that you said you liked, you loved sports when I first met you. Are we going to bring that up again? It was an absolute lie. I do like sports. I like to play you... them. I'm athletic. No, it's not. I don't like sitting and watching said. them. It's not I what never, you said. It's never. not what you so said. So basically, you married me on false principle. Is that grounds for a Now you won't let me. I think it is. And now you won't <laughs> let me get season tickets for Providence. I won't you, let even though you. you got me season tickets early on in our marriage. Yes, when I could care less if you were away from me. I take I would take you or a kid with me. Be quiet. Uh, listen, people, we have to wrap this thing yeah, up. Listen, you haven't eaten dinner yet. I don't, last thing I was going to say if is you, pray for the Patriots. Oh, don't bother. I mean, if you live in this area. If you, <laughs> you like us. <laughs> yes. Could you? Would you mind... Just sharing us with a friend. That's yeah, all we're, we're asking. We're going to need that because if, if this thing's going to grow, like you folks have to pass it along. And share us with yeah. a friend. Yeah. That's all we're asking you Repost to do. If you don't like media, us, don't listen ever again. Send the it's, link to the website. We don't even know who you're listening to begin with. People are finding us. I don't know how, by the way. I have no idea. I haven't, Word of mouth, probably. Maybe. There have been some random people I've come across who have said, oh I'd, my gosh, I, I shared somebody, you with my, I, I somebody, my sister in uh, Minnesota or I had somebody whatever. out of the blue in Massachusetts. Like in a, in That's a, where we live. In a parish in the archdiocese who okay. just heard of us in the last few months. So, and it's fine. That's how these things happen and grow. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, whatever. If if just But if you if like us, us, if you enjoy this and you, and you think other parents might enjoy it, mm-hmm. Pass it along. That's the way this thing grows when we get to, into more people's homes. Um, we have no game plan whatsoever for the coming months, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And uh, we'll we'll probably revisit some topics we did two years ago, but there's always things happening. We're going to be here for you. And we, we do want to hear from you. And some of you are really good about that, about giving us... We want to hear from them. We do. Yes, we do. And we, we also, we like to, if you give us a topic you want to hear us talk about, like what's our opinion on blah, 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 or we, yeah, you we know, do like that. I realize there are a lot of more, there are a lot of people beginning to move off of social media because they're sick we of We should the, put something on our website, well, a well, submit form. We do have a submit form on our website. We do? Yes, we do. <laughs> I don't go on our website. That's nice. What do I need to do? What do I need to do eight, on that? You run raising the website. Raising8.net. I run net, other websites. Two other eight, websites I have to run. I get paid for that. Raising Raising8.net. And I believe our email address is raising8. With a number. The number at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure that is the email address. Um, or you can find each, well, I guess if you're not, you, if you're not on social media. But 
find us on social media if you are. If not, go to the website and you can communicate with us mm-hmm. via there. I'll make that even more apparent. I think you should, right yeah. You should make I'm it really. I'm sure it's right on the front page, but and I'll maybe even say I'll if you have even, topics you want yeah, us to I'll cover and things like that. I'll do that on the website. Raising8.net. We're also on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. Haven't really posted on either of those. We're on Twitter. I haven't have posted on that. Account. But we're back, Twitter which means more things are coming. Mm-hmm. Certainly more episodes. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. We didn't even do the opening, which is good. I'm so happy it's finally gone. Oh my gone. gosh, we no, didn't do it. I don't want it there. I might add it in at the beginning. I might have some music just beginning, the music? just in the background as we start. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. It's oh all my new. Gosh, it's like starting even, over again. Because we didn't have a topic. So we didn't, didn't celebrate our two-year anniversary because we didn't record. That. We have a two-year anniversary. It's been over two years, but seriously, minus four months. Minus four months, but still, wow. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. That's the truth. God bless. What she said. <laughs> Ding. Can you Ding. do that thing like where oh, the okay. post game uh, <laughs> when you go and like no, and like the I like mean, a sparkle I, comes off the tooth? I, I'm Could sure I that? can, but I have no interest in learning that right now because I have to do all the editing of all this over the computer. Cheers. That's the ding. <laughs>